You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Barry Newsbaum with American Truth Project. We're here with General Rosen of the Israeli Air Force. General Rosen is the commander of all helicopter brigades in Israel. Uh, here to talk to us today, uh, having just come into the United States to tell us about the current status of Israel and its defense uh, against some very hostile enemies in all directions. So let's start first on defense of Israel. Um, in terms of Iran, as we were just making a joke, uh, obviously Israel has said as policy for a very long time, if the United States is not prepared to stand with Israel, and it becomes obvious that Iran is on the verge of nuclear weaponization. Israel is not only uh, able, but willing to take the first step. Has there been any change in that policy? I guess not. I guess uh, that it doesn't matter if there is a agreement with Iran or not. Um, Israel has to act in the long range. It has to save, to keep all options open. Because the agreement is actually quite short. It's uh, 15 years. 15 years is, is nothing. Um, and things are moving around. And gonna, they're going to continue moving around in the next 15 years. As we speak, Iran is around the Israeli border. Iran is there with Hezbollah on the north side. Hezbollah is in Syria as well. So we, we need to not only take care of nuclear Iran, we have to take care of Iran's influence around Israel. And that is that means that we have to take both take care of both of the short range problems and the long range ones. The nuclear thing is gonna come back. It's gonna build upon success in the short range. So we have to strategically uh, deny Iran Iran's grip around Israel. And then when we get to the 15 years, we'll have to deal with the long range. Is, is the perception in Israel general that since the deal has been made, and as we know, Iran never signed it, but the understanding in the United States is there is an agreement, and Iran has become more aggressive in their testing of missiles and their funding of terrorism since the deal was made, is there more of a concern in Israel, actually, than there was before? We cannot deny that it's a good thing that there is some kind of agreement, okay? But at the end of the day, like in any agreement, the test is what the reality is on the ground. What's happening actually on the ground? Now, in the nuclear arena, maybe there is a halt, okay? But again, in the long run, it's going to come back. If information is there, and if they're going to continue and build their knowledge and test and missiles, what's the message? What's the message from that fact? So what is the message that Israel has? The message is very clear. We need to keep on our efforts, go on with our efforts to defend Israel. That means that we need a very strong ballistic defense mechanism. Um, and we need to work with our allies, and we need to work around Israel to prevent Iran from having a grip on our border. Israel has does not have a grip on Iran's border. 
but Iran has a grip on Israel's border, and it's spreading, it's, it's widening. So that's a worry for Israel. If the Syrian regime, let's say there is some kind of deal or, or development in Syria, and power is, is shared there, Iran might look like if it's, that it's part of a solution, part of the solution. Hey, let's give them control of this. No, Iran cannot be part of the solution in Syria. Israel is not expanding to Iran. Iran is expanding to Israel. Right. And it's saying it very clearly, very loudly. So we have to deal both with that and with the nuclear um, issue. And we have to make sure that Iran does not spread the nuclear knowledge to terror organization. It always works proxy. Which, why should it stop now? It will gain more funds, more uh, uh, more knowledge in the future, and it will be capable to do anything. So is there a perception that the $150 billion that's already been released from Iran is already being spent on terror support in the areas around Israel? There's no, uh, there's no, there's nothing that indicates that it's going to change. It's just going to make them stronger, and this vector is, is going to continue. They're supporting whoever they can support that, that intimidates Israel, whether it's Hezbollah or Hamas, even though they're not you know, the same religion, uh, and fighting each other and killing each other in Syria. So it's, you know, whoever can do, can uh, threaten Israel, threatens Israel, will get supported by Iran. That's, you know, that is something which is on the table. And Is there, is there a perception now in Israel that ISIS is close to the borders of Israel in the north? Or ISIS sympathizers? There is a worry. Uh, it's on our borders, physically. Uh, we have uh, ISIS on the south part of the Golan Heights now, um, and in Sinai. Uh, both uh, factions are you know, inflicting uh, a lot of damage to the Egyptian army in the Sinai Peninsula. And in the Golan Heights, they're gladly fighting Al-Nusra, uh, so they're quite busy. Uh, but, you know, the day will come. We're all infidels, so it's very easy, you know. Again, nothing to hide. They're saying, they're, they're putting us in a line, and, you know, next in line, next in line, and if eventually they will get there. If necessary, will Israel cross the border to engage with ISIS if it becomes a threat? Israel, I think, will uh, defend its citizens in any, in any case that uh, the Islamic State will threaten Israel. It has done that before, it will continue doing that. Who, who in Israel now would you say within the military is the biggest threat, short term and long term? To Israel? To Israel. Short term and long term, Hezbollah. Okay, which is Iran. Uh, short term and developing Islamic State and all other factions and terror organizations. Hamas is there, and we have a tendency to go back and back, you know, back and forth to Gaza and fight uh, Hamas. I hope uh, we succeed in uh, lowering this uh, threat. And especially, I hope for the people in Gaza that Hamas will you know, be responsible 
and, uh, and, and instead of uh, investing in tunnels and, and missiles, uh, use that funds they get from all over the world to, for their own people. That doesn't seem likely in terms of what they've done with all of the money since they've taken power away from uh, the Palestinian Authority. And the understanding that we have here is that tunnel building um, from Gaza in both directions towards Egypt and towards Israel is at an unprecedented um, activity level now. Is that going to lead to another Gaza conflict at some point? I hope it won't. I must say that we have to prepare that it will uh, because Gaza is ruled by a very, very vicious, uh, I would say, clan. Uh, the political arm, the military arm, it's not something that I can, you know, in a regular calculus say, you know, will it happen or will it not? You know, it's a, there's a lot of miscalculation right. uh, going on uh, with Gaza. Uh, but I must tell you, you know, we, we tend in the, I would say in our, our Western minds, uh, to look for solutions and, if possible, quick. It's important for democracy, for, you know, for politicians, for politics. Uh, but I think, you know, in Arabic there's a word, it's called sumud, the sumud, it's, uh, you know, patience. Um, we have a problem around us, many problems, many different problems. We won't reach uh, solutions so fast. We also need, you know, Israel is part of the region where we live in the region. We don't need uh, anyone to tell us uh, uh, that there's no problem with persistence. We live there. We need to be persistent because it's our home. Our homeland, um, but we need to be very patient because we're not going to change the Arab way of thinking so fast. So we need to be patient. We cannot change regimes. Uh, you know, we've gone past that. You know, put a the guy, this guy we like, and this guy we don't like. It doesn't work like that. Life's much more complicated. And uh, I think the main thing is our neighbors all around, the ones that decided that Israel is not a problem, it's part of the solution to the Middle East, are doing good. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Um, the Sunni states seem to be, especially Saudi Arabia and Jordan, seem to be the most open to cooperation, even on a defense sense, with Israel's military than ever before, specifically with the Air Force. Can you tell us a little about the joint cooperation that's going on? What I can tell you that there is a uh a lot of cooperation going on between the countries. Most of it is under the table. I will not, you know, elaborate on that. But um, I think good things are evolving, and uh, I think it's best because of the delicate situation we are in. It's best that it's kept like that way. And but again, I, I really think that it's important to understand. And I, I say that to all our friends around that live with us, Israel is part of the solution, not part of the problem. And uh, if we cooperate against the common threats, I think we will get to a better place than instead of you know, fighting all ways. Yeah. It just won't work. Terrific. Thank you very much, Cheryl. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you it so much. much. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. 
go to americantoothproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.